0: I'm very excited about State, but there's also that idea of, like, impending doom because the season is is over after this weekend. Winter is coming. Step and step. Premium Texas High School Football Podcast from Dave Campbell's Texas Football and TexasFootball.com. I am the TEP, Greg Tepper.
1: And hello, I'm the Step Matt Step.
0: Thank you for spending part of your day with us. Uh, I believe we have a bigger audience today because we're making this one free for people. Because it's state week, man.
1: It's, you know, we we gotta let it, we gotta just roll out the big guns and, and say, hey, TEP and Step, this week is free because we are so excited about UIL State. This
0: is... Look, we say this a lot. There's a lot of weeks of the year that we say, this is the best week of the year. I think this might be the best week of the year. <laughs> it's a football It's a football overload. And I keep telling people, and, and I've I've mentioned this to many people before, this is a sports bucket list item. Oh, there's no doubt. We've talked about it on Twitter. I know
1: both of us have tweeted out. If, if you're a, not just a, a high school football fan mm-hmm. or just a football fan, but if you're a fan of sports. Yes. This is an item
0: I think you have to cross off. There's nothing like it in, in the world. There, there really isn't. It's, it's, it's a unique, singular event where you can pay $15 and sit anywhere you want in one of the greatest stadiums on earth and watch some of the best high school football on earth with incredible passion and... It's it's unlike anything in the world. So if you have the means, get to Arlington for the Texas High School Football State Championship games.
1: And if you can't, watch them on Fox Sports Southwest. Yeah,
0: well, I'm sure my bosses want me to say that. So uh, yeah, watch them at Fox Sports Southwest. Um, this is a... Uh, this is your Wednesday preview. We are going to be doing uh, daily previews. We're going to dump them all into your feed on Tuesday so that mm-hmm. you can listen and get ready for each individual day. and or Just so- listen to them all at once and gear up on Tuesday night and just yeah. listen to them just all. Just go straight through. It's fine. Um, but we will start this episode of Tep and Step, Matthew, as we always do, with our Texas High School Football Fun Fact mm, of the Week. Where you try to stump me. It is Wednesday of Texas High School Football State Championship Week. And as a result, let's talk about the smallest schools. Specifically, Matt Stapp, what is the smallest, by enrollment, state finalist in the 2018 Texas High School Ball State Championship Games?
1: I am going to take, well, it's either Strawn or Follette, Follette so I'm going to go with Follette.
0: Follette is correct. Boom! A, a huge, just ginormous enrollment of 40 is the enrollment of the Fallout Panthers. Strawn, a relative uh, behemoth compared to them, with 44. Mm. Um, let's put it this way. Between them, Terlingua Big Bend has 43 students. Uh, Big Bend High School out there. Uh, no, Terlingua, no more for the Chili Festival. Absolutely, and for just being the one of well, the best places on Earth. Um, yes, it is a who's who. If you're looking, I'm, I've got the rank order up here. Uh, the smallest... Um, the smallest team, Welch Dawson, has an enrollment of 19. My beloved Marathon, God, God love mm-hmm. them, they have an enrollment of 16 right now, mm-hmm. which would mean four in each class. Yeah. Uh, they're so not playing football right now. They're right? not playing football but right Valentine now. Valentine
1: is the actual smallest, Correct. smallest school in the state, right?
0: They, yes. They have, at least in the, the U, smallest UIL member yeah. school, they have an enrollment of nine. Yes. Um uh, <laughs> They have a school. and they have a school and they have a basketball team. I think, yeah, I think they, they have a couple of girls that play on the basketball team. Yes. Too, so. That tends to be the case. Yeah. But in any case, yeah. that is your Texas high school football fun fact of the week. The smallest school uh, in uh, in the state championship games, the Fallout Panthers, with an enrollment of 40. So let's start our preview of uh, the Wednesday slate of Texas high school football state championship games. And I'll be honest, I'll be doing most of the talking Sorry, Greg. in the early going. And this is and, and we should. it's worth mentioning again, um, Steph doesn't do six-man football. And it's not because you think six-man football is dumb or you just mm-hmm. uh, you, you think that it's not worth your time. It's real football. The kids work hard. 100%. They play,
1: they play great football. It's just not my thing. Not your thing. Much like private schools are not my thing. Yes, no, it's, 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 that's
0: exactly it. It's just not your thing, and I don't hold it against you, and I hope that nobody you. else
1: holds it against you. But we have a great six-man writer in Lehman Saunders who do. does a wonderful job for us, and um, a lot of his fine work can be read on TexasFootball.com, and I'm sure um, his preview of these two games mm-hmm. will be Wonderful, but I, I know enough to at least know, so are we starting with Strong? We're
0: going to start with the 11 a.m. game, 11 a.m. at at t Stadium in Arlington, the Class 1A Division Two state championship game pits the Follett Panthers against the defending state champs, Strong Greyhounds. And Strong not the, was really impressive last not year. Not the Grand Strayhounds. Um, yes, Strong was super impressive last yeah. year, yeah. and they're all back. Everyone is back. Um, when you you know you our, talk our our hero Kalani Nava is not back, though, right? No, Kalani Nava is not. She's she off graduated. to Anem Corpus Christi, uh, pursuing her um, marine biology degree. Darling of the state. The she state really games was last year. But between Tanner Hodgkins, Yvonne Ruiz, Julian Fraga, Carlos Villanueva, J.W. Montgomery, J.R. Cervantes, I mean, this team is one hundred percent loaded for bear. They basically lost like two people off of that sti- mm-hmm. state title team last year. It is not un- is not. Unexpected for them to be here. They are, Strawn is supposed to be here. Oh, they got two losses, but it's both to a Division, they lost to McLean. Right? That one is McLean, who's playing for a 1A Division 1 title, and the other is Garden City, which is who McLean beat in the to get semifinals. To a, yeah, yeah, in the semifinals. So, so they lost to two, to a finalist and a semifinalist in the bracket Prevision. above them. yeah. Um, so then there's Fallat. This is a rematch, by the way, with 2018 state championship game. And Fallat, first of all, uh, it's worth mentioning, we should probably talk about what Andy Copley has done at Fallat. He's a first-year head coach there. Um, he is basically more known as a basketball coach.
1: Yeah, he's got a ton of state championships mm-hmm. under his belt in basketball. And his son, Cameron Copley, mm-hmm. was a huge part of,
0: I think, Two Canadian football titles and a, and a Canadian basketball, basketball title. T- He's a wizard. He is, and he has done a tremendous job uh, there. Uh, they they are an old school team. They are going to run it out, and they want to play clock control. They want to keep the ball away from Strawn. Every time Strawn has the ball, is bad news for fallout Yeah, they want to keep it away from them with quarterback Christian Barber, Dylan Howard. Uh, but they got a n- couple of other backs. Really, they, they have. They're very big. This is for a six-man team. They're going to look big, mm-hmm. um, and that's where they've got to win this game. If they're going to win this game, they're going to go in, and they're um, they're going to need to um, make sure that it is uh, that, that is a a ball control type game, which to the air out of the ball, right? Which yeah. is going to be a little bit strange for a six-man game, which tends to be you know people say, oh, it's it's wide open spread, uh, not so fast here. I think it's going to be a lot more uh, you know slow it down uh, type thing now. Uh, look, Strawn is the favorite in this one. I don't think there's really any doubt about that. Um, and um, if uh, right now the computer likes Strawn by twenty, that's mm-hmm. that's Jerry Forrest's computer, and I will admit. That they are not uh, usually that his his computer and I, I think he would admit as much is not usually as great as um, six man as is eleven man. It has trouble kind of uh, counteracting the big the big scoring and, and yeah. And then they also probably the forty five mm-hmm. point rule
1: can factor in.
0: So for example, uh, Lee uh, Granger Huntress' outstanding site sixmanfootball.com has Strawn as a thirty point favorite. Mm-hmm. Um, that sounds about right. Strawn's going to be the favorite in this one. Strawn's the favorite to repeat. Um, but that will kick it all off 11 a.m. on Wednesday at AT&T Stadium in Arlington. This game will be on FoxSportsSouthwest.com and on the Fox Sports Go app. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. if you want to watch that what game. What are
1: the odds that if Strawn wins, chicken fried steak for Dude. everyone at Mary's? I bet Mary will be there. Oh
0: gosh, yes, Miss Mary, will be there. That she'll would be great. She'll shut the restaurant down for 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 that. She should. Okay, so that is well. That's what kicks it off. One A Division Two. What I like about this year, by the way, and I know th- I know why they switch it and all that fun stuff. Mm-hmm. I like the fact that every single game we step up a division. The, the even numbered years are are a little more fun. They're a little bit it, more fun. It builds like, it
1: to the climax on Saturday night.
0: Like last year, we had Allen and Lake Travis, which was the big one. Yeah. At three o'clock, and then it's like, oh, here comes Midway and Cypher. We have this one too. Yeah, just, it, it kind of
1: it, takes away the the buzz of that game, yeah. especially. So,
0: so, excuse me. So let's move on to two p.m. Okay. Uh, two o'clock. By the way, uh, if you didn't know, six-man football has ten-minute quarters, mm-hmm. and it has the forty-five-point mercy rule. Yeah. Twelve-minute quarters. Are, you just, those kids are running no, around so much because no, there's
1: only a, a handful. I of mean, them. even if a game, if a game, go- I noticed that last year is is if a game goes the
0: entire forty minutes, mm-hmm. the kids are they are just wiped they're dead. Yeah. Oh yeah, because they're running around. Yeah. It's it's incredible. Um. So then two p.m. we will have the one A Division one state championship game, which pits. The McLean Tigers making their first appearance at a state championship game, taking on the Milford Bulldogs. And um, McLean is a team that we thought was going to be pretty good, but I think has even exceeded our expectations. Coach Clinton Lindman has done an outstanding job uh, with this Tigers team. I know that we had him on High School Scoreboard Live last night. Tremendous mustache, by the way. Really good handlebar mustache. Tremendous. And they, they are fired up to be at state. And aren't
1: they – I know um... – I've seen one poll that has McLean as the number one six-man team in the country.
0: There's there are people who think that, yeah. and, and and they have been dominant this year, and they've come out of so. If you want to get into like six-man, like um, scuttlebutt, cancer. yeah, because this is the premium podcast, even though we're releasing to everybody. Um, there is the notion people do not think of you know so in the same way that we think of region one region two region three region four right of eleven of man football region one region two is west mm-hmm. and region three region four is east and there is this notion that west just dominates east mm-hmm. the the um basically people like um strawn. And people like Richland Springs are the exceptions as opposed to the rule. Yeah.
1: And even those schools, which are that, – that's the ironic the, – the different thing about six-man football in the setup is even though Strawn and Richland Springs are considered east in six-man yeah. terms, they're – I mean, Strawn Very is – Very much west. Strawn is just east of Abilene. I mean, it's it's about halfway between Abilene and Fort Worth. Yeah. And Richland Springs is down like around Brownwood, yeah. I think. So those those are still f- really west of I thirty five. Yes. Yeah, it's there's
0: just, not, I think mean, there's very few six man schools that are located east of I like one district maybe. Mm-hmm. So what's great about this game is that wherein the early game is going to be a lot more of like teams that are just like all pull the rope in the same direction. There's really good teams. There's a couple superstars like Tanner Hodgkins, but really it's just more like team effort. This is a game with superstars. Mm-hmm. Teron Smith for Milford is one of the most electrifying players in six man football and one of the most electrifying players we've seen a long long time they're going to give him the ball early and often he has thrown for 1,850 yards and 46 touchdowns he's run for 1,473 yards and 23 touchdowns he's put up stupid numbers he's great on the other side you've got Ben Crockett Ben Crockett has been uh, a man among boys for McLean uh 2,300 yard rusher, 50 touchdowns. He's a punishing back. He's also their best defender. He's got 122 tackles and five interceptions. He's a seconds. big kid. First, he's he's Huge. he's like almost a 200 pound he, running back. He's a massive dude, and he is a he's he's somebody who's going to be hard to bring down. The difference in this game for me, and you can read Lehman Saunders' a preview on, on TexasFootball.com, is McLean has. One of the best defenses—they have the statistically best defense in six-man football. Mm. They are giving up fewer than 10 points per game. It's that is—it's six-man football. That's mm-hmm. unheard of. It's yeah. really, really good. And so that's going to be the difference. It's it's Milford and the individual superstars like Tayron Smith. By the way, Corbin Schrotke, uh, their, their other back, is really solid as well. And a defensive linchpin for them. Um but it's that's the, the the main story, is it's can Milford solve the McLean defensive mm-hmm. puzzle? Because basically nobody has been able to. Um, I think, I think but even if they do, I think that Milford's defense, I think that McLean's going to be able to score. Yeah. And that's what's going to make this a little bit different. And as a result, so for example, uh, Lee, uh, Jerry Forrest, our, our computer, uh, Dave Campbell's tech football computer, has uh, McLean by 12. Uh, but to show you the difference, SixManFootball.com has uh, McLean by forty-five. Yeah, they think they think, they think this 45. game's gonna gonna end uh, before the the final gun. I think there's a fair chance actually that both these games end in mercy rules. Mm-hmm. Um, but we'll see. Last year we we got two games that went the distance, which was yeah nice. we did. We, we were surprised. I, I talked to a couple of folks. Uh, our, our buddy uh, Kale Steed
1: up in the Panhandle uh, for the Emerald Globe News, and uh, and they think like Ben Crockett. There's very few six-man players that that. They, people think could start at the 6A level mm-hmm. But like they all think Ben Crockett Is a good enough player Like if he played for Amarillo Tascosa He'd start for them
0: I think there's a chance that okay. you see this kid Take over this game Yeah, and, and I just don't I don't know if there's any Like nobody can tackle him one on one is the thing he is so big and bruising, mm-hmm. and he's fast. Too. He's fast too. Yeah. He pulls away from people. So those are the six-man title games. That one's going on two o'clock uh, Wednesday. Just
1: for I guess geography's sake, I'll, I'll throw my little last note here for yes. this game. McLean is located in the, in the Panhandle. I know that way, way up, up there, the, uh, and then Milford is actually just a little bit north of Hillsboro. Yes, right on I thirty-five. There, kind of between Hillsboro and Waxahachie. So. Um, that's, the, uh, that's considered east yeah. for six-man because Milford is literally on I-35. Mm-hmm. So,
0: They're um, considered very east. Yes. Because once you get out in like, pure East Texas, you don't see a ton of six-man No, under, I think there's like four teams. you yeah. got Karnak and Apple Springs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a few teams out there. Yep. But those are your six-man state championship games, Class 1A. Uh, that one's going down 2 and o'clock. And then we have an extra-long gap. Uh, yeah, we have a little bit of a gap. We, maybe we'll go to Texas Live and up to
1: Texas Live and get something to eat. Up,
0: up to uh, then we will go until seven o'clock. They will spend an hour scrubbing the lines off the field to get back to. 100 oh, wait, I saw that for the first time last year. They were or uh, two years ago. I saw it for the first time. They're pretty efficient. They get they that will, thing. They have a they have a system, though. Yeah. Because for those who don't know, if you've never seen a six man game, which by the way, come out to to on Wednesday afternoon, it's, it's a lot of fun. There will be there, there's like these towns will have a combined twelve hundred people, and there'll huh. be six thousand people. In the it doesn't how, make how, how any that happens. Sense. I don't know, but that's what'll happen. It though. doesn't make any sense. Uh, but yeah, the, if you didn't know, six man football plays on a smaller field. It's eighty by forty as opposed to fifty by hundred, and so as a result, they have to go out there and they paint lines for six man football on the field. Um, Then they have to scrub them off Because they have to play an 11-man game that (laughs) night But they are pretty efficient They've gotten better at this I think they've gotten really good at this So that will lead us into our initial 11-man state championship game The 2A Division II state title game As the Groover Greyhounds Making their first trip to the state championship game Draw the Mark Panthers One of these teams we expected to be here The other one, I think it's fair to say We did not
1: No, I think uh, Groover... We thought Groover was going to be pretty good mm-hmm. and have a good year, um, but they really got a, a, a coup this off season when Jalen Conyers uh, moved in. As my computer tells me, gives me an alert. Sorry about that. And mm. mute my computer. It's okay. Um, it's just a
0: premium podcast.
1: Yeah. Um, Jalen Conyers. For those of you who don't know, Jalen Conyers attended West Texas High last year and actually led them to a state championship in basketball. Um, and move, he moved to Groover This offseason He was
0: like the state Title game MVP Yeah right? he's,
1: he's 6 foot 5 And he's He's like a borderline Division 1 basketball player Like He's mm. that good mm. um, He's at Groover And he turned He's taken Groover And helped take them They were already Going to be really good They had a lot of Experience back And he's They've they've gone to an elite level, and we saw that uh, last week in their win over Albany when he made uh, really a sensational play uh, with the hurdle, and then the, the 29-yard touchdown run just to unbelievable. The
0: game. And oh, by the way, it was like a hurdle, and then he like stiff armed two dudes yeah. and then cut in. It was an unbelievable play, um, and yeah, it is a it's a fascinating matchup. To, that you know the job that Terry Felderhoff has done there, um, I think is really really impressive, and. Got a lot of playmakers. Keegan Kelp, a quarterback, um, has, has really um, stepped up.
1: This is a really balanced Groover offense. Yeah, it is. Their run-to-pass ratio is almost 50-50. Um, now, I'm a little worried that one of their running backs, uh, McLaughlin, I think, got hurt uh, against Albany and did not play the second half and was on crutches mm-hmm. uh, towards the end of the game. And I, I mean, going against this Mart juggernaut, they're going to need all hands on deck. So Mart
0: is a juggernaut. I'm glad you used that word because the way – now, they got to push – Early, for a little oh, three bit, Fall City. Yeah. Fall City, for yeah, three, three quarters, quarters, Britt Hart and company gave them a scare. That was the, they, they had the perfect game plan. Yeah. They they held on to the ball. They
1: shortened the game. We talked about it with, um, with Strawn and, and Follett, and Follett's going to try to shorten the game in six-man. Fall City's going to try to do the same thing against Mart, and for three quarters, it worked. They were 20-13, to 13, and were putting a scare into Mart, but then Mart just kind of
0: hit that other gear. Can you... So, by the way, I'm going to steal – I don't know if you heard this on um, – but, but Kevin Hoffman uh, of Mart is calling his offense – it's the Dr. Pepper boys. I heard that, yeah. 10-2-4. I was listening – so I, I, I had
1: the uh, – show. Well, I was driving back from AT&T Stadium Saturday night. Um, I had the, the Fox of Scoreboard Live on in my truck, so I was listening to it. Obviously, I was not watching it and driving, because that would Thank be Thank you. Don't do that. But I was listening to the audio. Um, from my phone and I heard I heard him say that and it kind of made me chuckle because I was like yeah yeah they are ten, two, and 4 he's talking about uh, sophomore quarterback Roger L. Freeman and his two senior running backs um, Tyric Horn and Shatidrick
0: Bailey um by the way, Freeman's the backup quarterback. He- so, <laughs> it is. He's the backup quarterback, but he's basically a defensive end playing quarterback. And he's he adds—I I liked Kyler Martin a lot, and, and, and I'm sad to see him not be able to participate in this game. I think everybody is. But to lose your starting quarterback and then to have this guy come in and just add a different wrinkle to this yes. team— it's the zone read. Rodrell Freeman, he's a, he's a
1: functional pass. Kyler Martin's probably a, a, a gives Mart a more of a passing game, mm-hmm. but with Freeman he give, he's an elite running threat. Yes. And now Mart when they go two backs with with Horn and Bailey and then Freeman in the middle getting the snap and running running the zone read. I don't know how you defend
0: that. They essentially have a fullback who's who, like a fast fullback who's running the zone read. Yeah. That's it's, what like it's it's like think Tim Tebow. This guy's big and bruising mm-hmm. for the two eight level. And he can also run away from you. Yes. At the he two can. A you know, the level, he can run away from you. And so that's what's interesting is is Mart is undoubtedly going to be the faster team on the on the field. I don't think there's any doubt. I think they I think they're the fastest team in two AD two. Like, you know, it doesn't yeah. matter who they
1: play. They might be the fastest team in two AD one. I mean, I mean they, yes. they
0: are the defending two A Division I state champs here. Now now dropping down a classification. Yeah. The the key for me, Groovers 100 percent has to play a clean game. They have if they if they are even minus 1 in the turnover margin yeah. it's over. They I think the, the the path to a Groover
1: win is plus 2 in the turnover margin mm. and I I think they're going to have to hope that Mart they get at least another stop or two on their own just with Mart maybe just you know dropping a pass or getting an untimely penalty gets him off schedule and then I think Groover's going to have to be darn near I mean Groover is a significant underdog. I think you're right. Let's 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 we're going to be I'm going to be frank, this is the premium podcast it's free uh, but Groover, you will notice it in our picks, this, they're, they're, Mart is the team to beat here. They've, they've just got too much Their experience. They've been on this stage before. Mm-hmm. They've got the speed, and they've got the best probably two or three players on the field. And a guy, you know, defensive end that no one talks about uh, is Elijah Green. Yeah, That guy is a game wrecker on the defensive line. If you watch him, you, number 50 for Mart, uh, if you see any of their games pass, he stands out because he is as disruptive as
0: it, as it gets on the defensive line, and Groover's going to have to account for him. Let me put it this way. I am pretty sure that Mart has seen a team like Groover this year, and I am one hundred percent sure that Groover has not seen a team like Mart this year. Yeah, and that's the difference. Right now, teams com- like Mart don't grow on trees. Until no, the computer has this as- really unique. Computer has this as Mart as a twenty-five point favorite. I think that's a little rich for my blood, but I do think that it's 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 worth mentioning again that Mart's the favorite here. Yeah, and it would be a little bit of a surprise borderline shocker if Groover were to win this game. I'll say amongst the 11 in games, this is probably the
1: one I'll be shocked the most. I, I, you know, A couple of weeks ago, I'd have said Newton, mm-hmm. but I think Newton shows, and we'll talk about Newton tomorrow, tomorrow. Um, but uh, in... in as
0: far as that goes, I think Mart, right now, I would be most surprised if they lost. I think you're right. That's kind of where I'm at right now is that Mart looks Mart seems like they match up really well against Groover. Is that If you believe Styles make fights, then, especially on a fast track, 7 o'clock, you know, seven o'clock the night game Wednesday night, they're used to playing in this time slot. Yeah, Mart played in this time slot last year. Groover's playing on a Wednesday night, which is
1: weird. It's just weird. It's a long road. I mean, the Groover's oh, yeah. coming 400 miles yes. or whatever
0: it is. It's a, it's a lot. Right? It is. So... That's Wednesday. At that point, it'll be we'll be off to our little football beds. Um, I am actually getting a hotel uh, in Arlington, even though I live in the DFW Metroplex. I'm getting a hotel because I have to get some sleep. I I, I have a two week hold at home, mm. and, and every hour counts. And every hour counts for the, for, the, for our now
1: for your schedule. You're there even later than us. Yes, because usually you, us in the in the Dave Campbell's uh, uh area of the of the of the press box that we
0: occupy the bunker. We usually leave around an hour at the end of the last game. Where you're there. So Fox, I'm doing. I'll be on the Fox Sports Southwest coverage. In between games and at half times, and then this year for the first time, um, I don't even know if you know this, but they're in, they're going to do a post game show on the after on the fa- on the final game. Okay. They're going to do like a thirty minute post game show so each day or just the each day. Okay, um, so they will because we did kind of an emergency one when uh, the Highland Park Manville game
1: it was such a hit, right? You it, just you knocked it out of the park when you were on there. Right? They
0: threw they threw it out there and they're just like, we got to we got to have like the game was so everyone was tuned in like like we have to do a post game show. We can't just go to like.
1: You know, like, motocross or something. can go to
0: poker. <laughs> so, poker. <laughs> so so they, 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 they threw in a, so we are going to have a post-game show. So, yeah, I will be, I mean, let's say this game starts at 7. Let's say this game ends at 10-ish, probably 9.30. You'll you be there at least me. an hour and a half. I'll maybe, be an hour and a half afterwards. Maybe two hours. So, but then I'm going to go and I'm going to get seven uninterrupted hours of sleep for the first time in, like, two and a half weeks, and it's going to be really good. Please don't listen to this, honey. I love you very much. Um, okay. That is our Wednesday premium podcast uh, for our Wednesday preview. Uh, we will be back uh, for tomorrow's podcast, um, but they'll all be in the feed, so just listen oh, yeah. to it. Mm-hmm. Uh, in any case, that is going to do it for us. Thank you for being a Dave Campbell's Texas Football Insider, and, Step. thanks for your courage. Thank you. We'll talk to you tomorrow on Tap and step.